Hi, everyone. This is the Find A Way podcast, where we talk to immigrant founders about their journey in starting a business in Canada and the U.S. This is episode 27, HR Tax Space. And we are Beatrice Anatelli and Ingrid Polini. Ali Avicii is a skilled computer engineer who specializes in the development of enterprise HR technology and healthcare software. With eight years of experience in various high-paced engineering environments, Ali has a proven track record of creating SOC 2, HIPAA, and ISO 2701 compliance software. Ali is passionate about utilizing best practices to creatively solve critical operational challenges. Ali is originally from Turkey, but grew up in Saudi Arabia in an international community as an expat. He left for Canada in 2011 and has been between here and Turkey ever since. After working in various tech spaces, engineering environments with the HR tech space, Ali launched Ariglad, an HR ticketing and analytics tool that helps consolidate communication. They work closely with our customers, with their customers to deliver real-time employee sentiment based on their everyday questions to HR about benefits, PTO, employee relationships, etc. This also allows HR to proactively reduce time spent on communications while providing data that helps them elevate HR priorities. Welcome, Ali. Thank you, Ingrid and Beatrice, for having me. Can you uh, confirm that I said your last name correctly? Because I didn't check uh, that before. So that that is an immigrant thing. That, uh, now now I don't correct it anymore. Uh, it is Avje spelled. It has a very Turkish pronunciation. Avje. Okay. Awesome. Good to know. Well, um, Ali, before uh, we talk about your uh, journey, can you explain a little bit more about your business? Absolutely. So Ariglad is uh, a product that allows for a better communication mechanism between HR and employees. A lot of times HR spends uh, around 80% of the time uh, to answer uh, repetitive employee questions and they've got processes that get constantly repeated for for every employee in the organization. What we did, uh, me and my co-founder, after witnessing this in the corporate world where we worked, we created this app to streamline that and bridge the communication gap between HR and the employees. That's awesome. Um, I feel like HR is such like, it's such an important part of business. And I think we've seen more and more like the tech, the big tech companies paying a lot of attention to it, but the small to medium business not seeing the importance since it was too late, their turnover is high and they kind of have to like catch up. So it's great to have like platforms that can support uh, the businesses to take care of that. Um, so I'm curious to hear a little bit more about how, like, when was it the turning point that you became an entrepreneur? Cause like you were working corporate, you're working like in this big, uh, tech, you like had the experience in the space. When did you decide it's like, okay, now it's my turn and I'm, I want to create a product for this. Um, so great question. This as a, as an immigrant, you, you could, you come to Canada with, uh, you come to Canada with some goals in your mind that that is either to build a family or to have a successful job career in certain fields or become an entrepreneur. Mine was build something great in the technical space. Uh, I was lucky to meet my co-founder and we had a very similar pain point in the uh, HR field. And we decided to build this together and we've been growing ever since we were working with customers such as Webflow, Affirm, Flexport, and we're in Y Combinator now, build, building this 
for everybody. That's great. Um, and tell us, what is it like to be an immigrant entrepreneur from your point of view? We have ours. So tell us a little bit. <laughs> so you start off with, you start in from scratch. You start with no network typically, uh, and you need to navigate several situations in, in the country that you're immigrating to. You need to na navigate the immigration process what you are allowed to do, what you can, can't, how long you need to do certain things, how the healthcare system works. Uh, you need to go into the network and network your way through. You don't have that organic network that you may be assuming that you, you would have where you are from. Um, and you need to kind of understand the culture and how the institutions work. Uh, one thing I would recommend is actively network, actively try and get to know the community you're in and be very energetic and don't give up. A lot of times you would see immigrants come in with high backgrounds in where they are coming from, yet they need to start all over with a much different salary, much different um, profile in the country they've immigrated to. Um, to me, it was being aware of the networking situation and constantly trying to grow it and meet new people, being very curious about how things work in Canada and always active to take on projects to familiarize, familiarize myself with this, this country. I love that. And now, like taking what you said about the networking, how important networking is, and I think me and Bia, we extensively talk about it as well. But what would you as an entrepreneur recommend for growing a network as an immigrant with, in, in tech? So that starting a business, someone that's starting, what would be your recommendations to, uh, to get the network started? Great question. Uh, so what I would highly recommend is become familiar with your local business community. This is or the community that is relevant to you, whether it's healthcare, tech or any other thing. Constantly go to those events. Don't be don't uh, don't be checking if, if it's worth it, if it's not. It, you, you never really know if an event is really worth it. It's a hit or miss. A lot of times I highly recommend just be active. Go there. You never know what's going to happen. One interesting thing is the fact that I met my co-founder through a hackathon. And if I hadn't, if I hadn't attended that, who knows, maybe I would have been working on something else right now. That's funny. Uh, Ingrid and I met each other uh, through an accelerator. So it's like going to the events and participating and, you know, being present. I, I can totally relate to that. Um, one, when you're going to those events after you immigrated and all the experience you've had here in Canada, uh, what were one of the, some of the biggest cultural differences that you encountered as an immigrant? Great question. So one of them would be how institutions work, how I, uh, I grew up in, my adult life was in Canada and my parents are in Turkey right now, and that led that led me to live a sort of parallel life. I would go there at, in every vacation and try to maintain my community over there while also doing that same thing over here as well. You see, you see a clear difference in how 
institutions function, how things work, how businesses work. And you try to sometimes get advice, sometimes uh, relate to how things are between the two places. Um, it's it's the subtle, subtle differences in terms of, for example, work culture and what people's duties are uh, in, in Eastern in Turkish culture, sometimes jobs aren't very limited to the job description accurately. Um, and yeah, navigating that. Uh, my, my experience in Canada was <clears throat> working a couple of years in the corporate world. And that was a very curious time. Um, understanding that, seeing the pain points and inevitably leading me to be creative and create some a product to try and make the corporate world a better place can i just ask something um related to what you're saying when you talk about the cultural differences between like turkey and saudi arabia and canada what would you highlight uh also because i noticed a lot of difference like uh, in terms of quality of life because in brazil we're all used to working if you work nine to five then you're not you're not doing enough it's just like oh you have to stay after hours you have to work more to be seen as productive or efficient um did you notice also is that something you carry within you as well that you had a difficultly difficult time relating uh, in Canada that people try to respect the time from nine to five and work within those, of course, excluding entrepreneurial journey, but <laughs> uh, because we like to say that uh, being an entrepreneur, it's like not working 40 hours for someone else and working maybe a hundred for yourself. But do you feel that difference also from where you come from? So I've never, I haven't ever worked nine to five except for short internships in Turkey. Uh, but I definitely did see a hours worked per day difference. That that is for sure. You 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 tend to see people shutting their computer at five and then being saying goodbye. Uh, see you tomorrow. Uh, and I, I've definitely witnessed that being that that line being slightly blurrier in, in Turkey. That is correct. Um, it is. It is, I would also like to know, the tech space does also blur that line. Sometimes you can get uh, what you had in mind in the morning done much quicker than expected. Sometimes it would take a couple of extra hours after 5, 5 p.m. Uh, there are subtle differences, though, as well in the workspace that you can't, you're not always conscious of. For example, every workspace has a uh, has a person who who makes the tea for everybody makes tea for everybody in a workspace and gets that for them a lot of workspaces also have um catered lunch must be nice um but uh, i would love to hear just but like we want more specifics ali just because you have like such especially coming from turkey and then leaving saudi arabia and then coming here if you were to meet meet someone that is moving from Saudi Arabia to work in Canada, what would you say like, okay, these are the main cultural, it's kind of like the gist of it. Like these are the main cultural differences. These are the things that you have to watch for. Like big, like, you know, our culture is way different. What are the, like, give me two or three points. Just so we, so we, we, we clarify that. Great question. My advice to a new immigrant 
First of all, uh, make sure you understand your immigration process. What visa type are you here with? Try and understand that. Uh, how long is your work visa or study visa? How long can you work? Where can you work? And then one other thing is I would like to, I would shed light on a bit of the industry that they're in. Um, don't be, don't limit yourself to the workplaces or the jobs on Indeed. Try and be active in that community. Speak to a thought leader, speak to someone who's prominent in that industry. There are a lot of things that are not clear to you. Uh, the third thing is salary. That's one thing I would recommend you be cognizant of. Salaries in Canada could be much higher than the places you're coming from. And don't assume that you're going to be getting certain salaries that you were told by your friend or you, you got in Saudi Arabia or elsewhere. Uh, try to be aware of, uh, aware of those. Good. Um, and if you had to point, like, um, if you had to restart, okay, Ali is uh, launching another business and you're doing it all over again. What would you say were the biggest lessons? Um, and we don't like to say regrets. So just like if you would do something differently, but what, what would you highlight as the biggest lessons throughout this journey if you had to redo it? Biggest lessons is network is very effective. Try and be active in the community. Try and be active in the accelerators that are available to you in your local town. Try and research the grants that are available to you. Uh, be active. Try to connect with the thought leaders. Uh, that's one lesson. Similarly, um, check what the institutions in your local area offer. Is there a university program, college program, uh, or accelerator programs that are relevant to you? I would highly recommend checking those out uh, and making, and don't ever forget to actively connect with people. I, I, I like to underline that a lot of times. People, uh, when you live a traditional life of growing somewhere and then studying at the same place and working and having a house and retiring in the same location, you inevitably grow a network and tend to know people However, immigrants lack that. Um, immigrants need to do that proactively. I feel that's very important, especially building a business. It's all about who you know, how effective you are in networking and word of mouth. I think that's a great point, Ali, especially because um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who, the, for example, are very good software engineers. And they spend, and we've heard the stories even here on the podcast, it's like they spend like two years, three years just focusing on their product and building their product. But then they might not get insight or like there was one case where the person that was building, the product was great, but no one was willing to pay for it. So being able to connect with mentors, connect with advisors, connect with other people that can give you perspectives that you don't have as founder uh, can really make a difference in like if your business will be successful or not. I really appreciate that. Um, so that's a more uh, general question. So how would you describe success? Like what, what is success for you? So this, this, this term varies from, to a lot of people, uh, success to a startup is, uh, staying alive always 
and and constantly growing, uh, making sure that your expense and income align. Your your expenses are much, not not much higher. Success to us though is making sure that our product is helping corporations is actively used is actually when we hear the the internal operations teams that use us say thank you we couldn't have done it without your application which we always get uh that is true success to us that is what we are doing this for that is why we're we built this product we don't want to be another extra dashboard what we are is something that is crucial in the operations and um yeah. It's um, the best validation you can have, right? <laughs> Having a client say, thank you for putting that together and for building this. Um, we talked to a, 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 a few things. We mentioned a few things about um, the balance work and life pro- professional. How do you balance your work and your personal life as an entrepreneur? Do you have any hobbies or um, what do you do to uh, chill? <laughs> so... I love remote work, remote work, getting rid of the commute to work. That gives the person a lot of time to then look look forward to what's after 5 p.m. As a software developer, I personally believe that if you're working more than eight hours with a very uh, mentally intensive task, which is programming, then I would be very careful on for the original eight hours that you are working from nine to five um, because it is, it is tiring. I highly recommend doing something, uh, picking up a hobby, doing the things you like um, and sticking to those hobbies could vary where you are, depending on where you are. Uh, If you're, if you're in Eastern Canada, I hope you like winter sports. Um, yeah, uh, regarding remote work, that is also uh, something we became very familiar with because of our immigration journey, because I do need to constantly travel back and forth to see my family and stay connected with, in, with Turkey. I always prefer to remote work workspaces, and that is so ingrained in our culture. We are a borderless company, and we this helped us better serve people in other cultures and countries uh right now for example i'm in california in the in the usa not limited uh not staying in canada um in order to accelerate our company and one one detail i would like to also mention about remote work and the relation to the fact that i am an immigrant is that it kind of i feel led me to think outside of the box I came to Canada with a clean uh, sheet, you know, all I have is a dream and what I want to do. And that allowed for flexibility, both in terms of where I work and adaptability to different situations. That's amazing. And I think that that's a huge point. Uh, You do, I'll ask you now about your immigration journey and how, so like you went from Turkey to Saudi Arabia and then here, but like, tell us a little bit more of what you chose. And I think you said, um, it's like, oh, you have to know the immigration process. So I I think there's a little bit of a tidbit there and like, tell us more about that. But also in terms of being adaptable, uh, when we are, when we move from one country that we know is our home, 
And then we moved to a completely different space, especially like, I don't know if you moved with anyone here, but I moved by myself and I didn't even have like uh, someone to put as my emergency contact in Canada. Right. So when you do that and you have to develop those skills and you have to develop a community again and all of that, you learn a lot of resilience as well and adaptability. And I think those are things that translate also to our business, translate to all aspects of our life. Uh, but going back to your story, I would love to hear, like, what was your immigration journey then? When did you like, when did you move from Turkey to Saudi Arabia? Was it for family? Then why did you decide? And when did you decide to come to Canada? Tell us a little bit more about that. So I grew up in Saudi Arabia in an expat community. Uh, my parents are Turkish. We would speak Turkish at home, English at school. And the kids I grew up with were also expats from all over the world. They, and I, I was always used to uh, being familiar with different cultures. Growing up with them, you, you tend to see the differences and uh, how, how we talk how we um how, how we all live our lives and you become familiar and up until the age of 18 you growing up in this international community i had the choice between going back to turkey which i had never lived but always went forever you, you know for summer vacations um or start a new life in canada me being an adventurous 18 year old i i said why not canada looks beautiful uh, I, I set foot, started, my, went to Canada with the support of my family um, and started computer engineering and became familiar with the winters, computer engineering and the industry that's here. Um, after graduating, I worked in the corporate world alongside and the startup worlds, all with a common themed places I worked were offering business to business applications to make um, operations better, whether it's healthcare apps or uh, case management software for enterprise. Uh, this led me to gain some experience, become familiar and learn the pitfalls of the corporate world and shaped my um, startup vision as such. That's awesome. Oh, right. go ahead. Bia. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask uh, when you mentioned about a lot about Turkey or Saudi Arabia, is there anything you'd like people to know about either Turkey or Saudi Arabia that you'd like to highlight? Um, about Turkey or Saudi Arabia, anything I would like to highlight? Uh Think about some misconceptions that people might have about Turkey. So like a lot of people, like we have people from Kazakhstan or something like that, like people have a lot of misconceptions. So what, what is something that you'd like to debunk maybe about uh, the people think about Turkey? Absolutely. I think, I think one, uh, someone was looking for a place to retire or visit in, 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 in they were someone with it, with an older age, they had the freedom and monetary situation to be able to travel yet one thing you constantly hear on the news is oh my oh my god you know um this is pretty before the earthquake by the way that I, I i'm talking about the normal situation is it safe there i keep hearing these news um 
if you assume certain things solely based on the news about the place, then you you might uh, it, it may not be accurate that uh, seeing the place in person versus just judging it based on news, which surfaced in most negative aspects, would be misleading. That's a great point. I think that um, we have something quite similar, like Brazil is a somewhat dangerous country in some places of Brazil, uh, but this gets over um, overextended and not just that, but a lot of like, still to this day, a lot of people think that Brazil is about carnival and that like, we just do that on a yearly basis all the time, which is hilarious. And then when they see pictures of Sao Paulo, they're like, Oh, it's a city. I was like, yeah, we don't leave at the beach. Like I don't, I don't, you know, so the, it's, it's a, the same kind of similar, um, idea. Uh, the last question I have for you, Ali, is do you have any books that you think transformed your entrepreneurial experience or that you would highly recommend? One or two titles, if you have it. Or podcasts. That works too. One book I, very related to our field is The Lean Startup. I highly recommend that to anybody building a software company. Uh, do not assume things about the market. Do not assume things about what the users will do. The Lean Startup sheds light on um, the, the mentality you should have when thinking of new ideas. Another book is The Blue Ocean Strategy. And thinking outside the box, when you're providing a service, don't uh, necessarily copy and apply what your competitors are doing. Try and find, try and investigate every factor that makes that company, that service, uh, what they are, and tweak the things, each factor to to stream to to focus on what makes your service better. That's awesome. I even got this uh, book, The Blue Ocean Strategy. It's right over there in my bookshelf and it's my next read. Definitely. I got it as a gift. So good to know. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for spending uh, this uh, time with us, Ali. It was very nice to meet you and thank you for uh, sharing your story with us. Thank you. So this was episode number 27, HR Tech Space with Ali Avicii. We'd like to thank all of our listeners and would like to remind you that we will be posting one episode a week, always with a different guest. So make sure to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform.